0: Lord, because you have now surrendered, given it over to God. You've stopped from being the God over that situation and now have surrendered it. Lord, I release it into your hands. I trust you with this situation. And whenever the situation comes across my mind again, my answer is, Lord, I thank you. I have already surrendered it to you. Your will be done in my life. So you have to get to that place where you take it off of your heart. Because it's, if you've been praying over a situation really long, 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 and you're not going to be happy unless God do it your way, it's not going to happen. If it hasn't happened by now, it's not going to happen that way. Lord, I surrender it to you. Your will be done. Because God knows, God knows what we need. He knows better than anything what we need. And I know this is not in the message, but I don't have to go to the way the Lord said years when we we had a house built for us from the ground up we did have the design we had everything in this house we had labels already put on the boys uh, bedroom doors i mean that house was fixed just the way i wanted It had the nice big front porch windows all yes, i mean it was just everything on five acres yes five acres. It, i mean i'm telling you that house was ours right. we were so happy we prayed about that house we marched around that house and we just, we did everything. We gave, we prayed, we did everything, marched around that house. And just, I had everything placed in that house where are supposed to be. Come the day, the day, the day of settlement. So, you know, on, on your settlement day, you're going, okay, we're going to sign these papers and you're going to give me the keys to my house. The day of settlement, the man called, said, Mrs. Hunter, we don't have the money for the house. We can't give you the house. I, what? We can't give you the house. That's all he said. I said no. I've marched around that house seven times. That house is mine. Yes. I prayed over that house. I confessed over that. I did every week. Not I, but we, because we married. We did everything that we thought possible yes. to get that house. It was gorgeous. It was. It was. It was beyond gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, because everything I wanted was in that house, and it was—they redesigned the inside so I could have the kitchen the way I wanted. I mean, yeah. and the, the, wind, the sun would come in through the back window, and it, it was just yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. So me, being me, fake giant, that house is mine. I don't care what they say. That's right. <laughs> Needless to say, the house wasn't ours. Did not get that house. I was heartbroken. I said, Lord, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand what happened. I just don't understand. But I, 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 can't, I can't get upset over it anymore. I, I, you know, I, I just give it up. It was, I don't know, maybe a month later, if that, I don't know, pastor came home and he says, I want you to read this article. So I read this. Oh, it's talking about five acres where we were supposed to move in. Because we had a place where we were going to put our tennis court, swimming pool, basketball net for boys. I mean, every, for five acres, you can do a lot on five acres. Oh, yes. And he gave me this article to read. The house, that whole area that we were to move into, was built on a toxic dump. That's right. Everybody that bought those houses had to live on that toxic dump. Yes. God didn't want that for us. No, right. no matter what we did, yes. he always makes it make it come out right for us. Yes, that's right. He watched over us. Yes, he, he I mean, suppose he said, she just won't let me go. I'm just going to let her go ahead and move in that house. Mm. He did not do that. No, he, he wanted the best for us, and yes. he wants the best for you. Yes. So right. when things don't turn out the way you think they should when they should, yes. Surrender it to God. That's right. Lord, I, I place it in your hands. Yes. I take it off the altar of my heart Yes, because he knows what's best yes, for you. Does. And he's going to turn, he will always turn it around for your good. Yes. But sometimes you're going to have to be a little patient and continue to trust God. When I read that article, I broke down and started crying. I said, Lord, I know you love us. I know you love us. Because if we had a got that house, we could never have stolen. No. Couldn't sell, sell the house. Because it's built on a toxic dump. right. But God loved us enough not to let that happen to us. So, you know, I just say, thank you, Lord. I thank the Lord. And, and, and you know, young ladies in some situations, fellas, too. You just got to have this certain person. Just got to have. The, I can't be happy unless I have them. Don't do it. Surrender even your relationships to the Lord. Give them to the Lord, because I just had, this is not in my message, I don't know why I'm going this way. But I just had to have this one young man that I was dating. I, the sun in my eyes rose and set on this man's shoulders. And I just, I just had to have him. I, I planned out my wedding, everything. I, it, was just, it was just wonderful. The Lord took that man away went to his house one day he was never he wasn't there i don't know i said i, I don't know because my godmother said dora he's not the one for you I so i don't care what nobody said i'm marrying that man it's <laughs> said, he is not the one for you dumb young love stupid i'm gonna marry that i don't care. i don't care what nobody said that's what i said He yeah. oh you think you're gonna marry i mean when i say he disappeared off the face of the earth i could not find him that's right I had met the pastor. We were married. And the day, this one day I was upset. (laughs) The one day that I was mad at at my husband. Do you know that man showed up? The one day I was mad. I said, I called his name. I said, where you been? I got back in my car. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I was so glad that the Lord took that man out of my life. Because when I saw him again, he was beat with, well, I don't know what kind of stick it was, but he lost. I said, Father God, he knows what we need. He knows what we need. I mean, look at that fine specimen over there. You know, look. I would, oh, I said, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I didn't even care how mad I was when I got home. I just kissed him all over. I said, Lord, I thank you. Why? He did not give me what I thought I needed. That I would just, I just can't be happy if I don't have this man. Ladies, fellas, when the the Lord and the Edith come down, that's not the one. Listen. Listen when I tell you. Like, yes, but to see, God loves us enough. He loved me enough to say, no, that is not the one for you. And if I have to take him off the face of the earth and you can't find him, and I know it was at least five years. And, and, and there was nothing but the devil that made him show up the day that I was mad at, the, at my husband. You know what I mean? I, said, he t- I was being set up. I was being set up. I said, no, I know where this is coming from. I know you just going back to wherever you were. I, you're not no part of my life. But I, that's not my message, but I just, somebody need to hear it. I don't know who, but anyway, there it is. Take it, stick a pin in it. You may need it for later years. Whatever it is, what I'm trying to tell you is trusting in God. Trust, surrender the situations over to God. Because he always knows what's best for you. He's got your best interests in mind, no matter what it is. He's got your back. He wants to bless you, bless you, bless you. That's what he wants. Okay, so now I'm back to to the lesson. Okay, so there's nothing too hard for God to do. God said all that he wanted to do, and this is still talking about what the pastor taught on us months ago, that God wants to build the church. He wants the saints to have an impact in the world today. He wants us as rainwater Life to have an impact. And the and pastor also talked to us about the vision that God has for us as being well. And Psalms 91, 16 says, and with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So the Lord said, I will, my oath and my promise. Every promise in the Bible, God says, I have given you my oath and my promise then I'm going to bless you. All right. Whatever it is, is backed up by God. He said, I, I, I swear by myself because there's no higher to swear by. That's right. Which means if he broke his promise, he would have to be destroyed. He said, I swear by myself. I've given you my oath. Yes. I've given you my promise. Yes. And the oath that he gave to Abraham, he gave to Abraham's seed. We are Abraham's seed, and we are heirs according to the promise. The promise that God gave to Abraham, said, I will bless you. I will multiply you. So we want God's plan to be first in our life because God's plan for us is the best. God's vision, as I said in the beginning, has never changed. He's never changed his vision that he had for us, the purpose and the plans that he laid for us. He said, I know the plans that I have for your good. He said, I'm going to bring you to an expected end, a good expected end. Yes. And so God has planned for us. I know the purposes. I know the plans that I've laid out for you. Yes. And he has not changed. That's right. He has not changed the vision he has for you. He has not changed the plan that he has for you. No matter how far off you go off the beaten path, yes. he said, I am married to you. Yes. you. As much as you think you're getting away, I said, I'm, we're married. I, 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 I'm right there with you. I'm holding on to the reins of your life. Yes, right. So no matter how far you think you're going, God's got you. Yes, that's right. So the plans that God has for us for us to live long, he said, I will, my oath, and my promise. Psalms 103 says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Yes. Bless his holy name. Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. He says for us to forget not one, not one of his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who's healed all thy diseases? Every one of them, each and every disease, he's healed every iniquity. He said, I've already forgiven you. Already forgiven you. One more time. Already forgiven you. Did, did you hear, one more time. Already forgiven you. So when the old boy comes and say, hey, well, God hasn't forgiven you. God doesn't love you. You know, that's the biggest sin in the world. He said, I've already forgiven all your iniquities, all your sins, and I've already healed all your diseases. Every one of them. What is our job to receive our healing? Hallelujah. He says, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfy thy mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles, strong, overcoming, and soaring. These are the promises and the plans that the Lord has for us. He said, with long life, the devil coming to you, I'm going to kill you. No, with long life, God has promised me. He said, I'll show you my salvation. I want you to live long. I want you to live strong. These are the plans, excuse me, that God has given to us. God has given us so many promises in the Bible, but we must have to come to the realization and realize and realize and know that God cannot lie. God cannot lie. God cannot lie. Hebrews 6, 17 18 says, wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise, that's us, the heirs of promise, the immutability of his counsel, his plan and his purpose, confirmed it with an oath, confirmed it with an oath. Verse 18 says that by two immutable things, which it is impossible for him to lie. The Lord confirmed it, he gave us a promise, gave us his oath, and then he told us, I cannot lie. I don't care, I can't, it's impossible, impossible for God to lie. So when you find a promise in the Bible that's what i want you to grasp a hold of and continue to confess and begin to thank the lord because he gave you an oath he gave you a promise and he said before i break my promise i'll destroy myself why do you think when adam um did high treason and gave the world back to the gave the world to the devil why didn't god just snatch adam up beat his butt and throw him somewhere he couldn't do it because he already gave the earth to Adam, to man. Yes. He couldn't, he can't change. He couldn't change. I've given you this, the earth, and I want you to have dominion yes. over the earth. I want you to be fruitful. I want you to multiply. I want you to, to, to replenish the earth. This is what yes. I want you to do, replenish the earth. He gave that to Adam. Yes. When Adam sinned and gave it over to the devil, the Lord couldn't take his word back. That's right. He always put his word out already. And the devil knew it. Yes. But the guy said, okay, I got a plan. I'm gonna get my earth back. Yes. I, I'm gonna get my earth back." All right. So from that day, he started sitting, in the, and and the deliverer's gonna bruise your heel, your head. Yes. He's gonna bruise you. He's gonna destroy you. Yes. He said, "I'm gonna get my earth back," and he That's started right. from that day that making day. a plan. Promise sent an oath. He said, "There's got to be a man out here that will listen to me, that mm-hmm. will accept my promise, mm-hmm. that will accept my oath, yes. and do what I wanted to do mm-hmm. until I can get my son into the earth and redeem man back to me." All yes. right. And that's why when we cel- celebrate Resurrection on on Easter Sunday morning because yes. the plan was finished. Yes. He started when a- when Adam sinned, mm-hmm. and he completed when Jesus rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. It's yes, finished. Son. I've done everything the Father wanted me to do. I've given him back man. And now all we had to do was accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Ask him to be our Savior. And he said, I'll forgive you of all your sins. Cleanse you of all unrighteousness just as if you had never sinned. Never sinned. I mean, who wouldn't, wonder, who wouldn't accept a plan like that? I'm going to wipe the slate clean just like you never did anything. I don't know. That may not sound good to you, but that sounds really great to me. It sounds really great to me. Yes. I, I have not really been an outright rank sinner. I didn't live that life of a sinner, but I did enough of my, I did enough. But what I did, I'm thankful that I've been forgiven of, right. is what I'm saying, and that God will never throw it up in my face again. Yes. He will never bring, Do- no, Dora, you know, I was watching you when you didn't uh-uh. No. When I asked for forgiveness, he forgave me and said, I'm throwing this sin as far as the East is from the West as far as the east is from the west. East will never meet west. East goes one way, west goes the other way. They never will meet, so that means your sin will never meet you again. God will never bring it back up in your face again. He says, I've forgiven you and I've forgotten it. That was a hard concept for me because I I just couldn't understand how God could forgive me of of some of the sins that I've done. And, you know, and I bring my little sin back, you know, carry my little pouch with my little sins. And I bring it right back to the Lord and said, Lord, you know, please forgive me. This, sin? And I went down the list. And, and, he, and what, he spoke to me ever so quietly. He says, Dora, I don't know what you're talking about. So I think, well, you know, I'll just have to remind him. I said, Lord, you know, and, you know, so I brought them my little bag and said, but you know what I did? He says, Dora, I don't know what you're talking about. Slow thinking. But I said, but Lord, it's, it's here again, I'm giving him my list again. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. I have forgiven you. Right. And I have forgotten. That's right. So whatever you're talking about, I don't know what you're talking about because I've forgotten. As far as the east, is from the west. He said, don't you ever bring that up to me again. Got it, Lord. Thank you. I mean, he, when, he, when he said that to me, it really made it real that, He's really, he's, he's forgotten it. Yes. He don't even know what I'm talking about. That's right. Who wouldn't be happy about that? That's right. He's forgiven me of yes. my sins, and then yes. he's forgotten. Do you know who brings him back up to you? Oh, yeah. The devil. Yes. He will bring, because he's the accuser. Yes, he He'll is. bring up that sin, but God's forgotten it. You've been cleaned, clean, slate clean. Right. You're done with it. That's right. There's that knucklehead that keeps trying to bring it back and put you in condemnation. Yeah. When you say, no, <laughs> if God's forgotten, I know I can forget it. That's right. You know what I mean? If God forgot, he's forgiven me and forgotten, I don't even know what you're talking about. Go somewhere else. They Talk to the hand because I'm not listening. Why? Because God, he wants to bless us. He wants us to be blessed. And he's given us so many promises. And he wants us to know. He said that by two immutable things, which is, it is impossible for me to lie. So the rest of the verse goes on talking about the Lord. Uh, he said, I've given you strong consolation for the hope that was set before you. He said, we can have strong peace, strong soundness of mind knowing, he said, this is consolation, I, you, I've given you this consolation. No matter what, it's already done by two immutable things, that my oath and my promise that I will never lie to you. I've given you my oath and my promise. I will never lie to you. I cannot lie. So when he says as far as the east is from the west and that my sins is that the way and they'll never meet again and that he's forgiven me, why? I I believe that. Why? Because I can't lie. God says I can't lie. I've given you my oath. I've given you my promise. And I cannot lie. So when the thoughts come back around about what you did, you said, nope, that's gone. I've asked for for forgiveness. Asked and received. I've asked and received. And if you haven't asked and received, we'll get to that by the end of the service. So we can get everybody's slate clean because we are gonna have our our, um, communion. So the hope in knowing that God has given us his oath and his promise over everything in our lives. He says, I give you my promise. I give you my promise. I give you my promise. So when you read a promise in the Bible that says I will, and whatever it is, you say, that's for me. So he said, I will, and I have to give you. Yep, that's for me. That's right. I am Lord God, your healer. Yep, yep. that's for me. Yes. If it's in the Bible, and if it's a promise, yep, that's for me. Exactly. So Genesis 12 and 2 says, I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. I will, yes. my oath. My promise? My answer to that scripture is that's for me. That's for me. Well, I said, I will make you a great nation. I like that. He said, Now I will bless thee, I will empower you to prosper, I will make it so that you are the head. And not to tell. See, these I wills. We're going to be talking about these I wills for. I will. Everything he said, I will, you, I want you to say, that's for me. When you're about, that's for me. That is mine. Me too. Whatever he said to Abraham, me too. All the blessings he gave to Abraham, me too. Not this me too movement that's going on, but I'm talking about this is for me. Just what the Lord said, me too. Okay? Me too. Yes, Lord. I accept that as being mine. I accept it as a reality. I say, me too, Lord. Bless Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all the way back to Jesus. Me too. Genesis uh, 12 and 3 says, I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So, if he says, I'm going to bless you, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah, exactly. And they said, and all that bless you, I will bless them. If they bless you, I'll bless them. All right. But see, the backside of that blessing, yes. I will curse those yes. that curse you. Okay, right. So, you know, one um, of the schools said, pray for those who, who, who curse you and spitefully yes. use you and all. They said, you better pray for them. You know why he's telling us to pray for them? Because they have now got a curse on their head. The Lord said, I- "I'll bless whoever blesses you." That's right. Somebody messing you on your job? If they bless you, I'll bless them. If they don't, I will curse them. Curse them! I have seen it happen in my own life. You know, and I, you know, I'm a, you know I'm a happy camper. And when I was working out in 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 the, in the world, secular world, a week before Christmas, I got notice that my job is being dissolved. Okay. So, you know, I went and I talked to the head man, the, the, the boss, he says, don't worry, you'll be all right. Look at the car you're driving. So what does that have to do with anything? No. What does that have to do with my job? Don't, you'll be all right, look at the car you're driving. I said, this is not right. Because they didn't phase out my job, they wanted me to teach somebody else to do my job. Because yeah. they want to pay them less than what they were paying me. Right. I said, okay, God bless you. <laughs> I have to bless those. I'm going to bless you. But if you don't deserve that blessing, you're going to get the backside of that blessing, yes, which is the yes. curse. The Lord said, if they bless you, I'll bless you. If they curse you, I'll curse you. Mm-hmm. Curse them. Mm-hmm. And my next boss, I went and talked to her, and she said, there's nothing I can do. Okay. Uh, okay. So that whole week, I got myself together. I started packing up my stuff. I said, you know, I'm not gonna go out like everybody else. I wrote them all, nice little notes, little letters, gave them nice little Christmas cards, pass them out to everybody. And on the last day, when it was time for me to leave, the whole building was empty. Nobody was, nobody was there, they were all gone. So I packed up my little box, went in the car and I drove on home. Mm-hmm. One year to the day, that boss, they said, no, I can't do anything for you. They carried her out of that building, cursing and screaming. A year and a half to that day, the boss said, you'll be all right. Look at the car you're driving. Mm-hmm. He's now pushing up daisies. Yep. The Lord said, I'll bless them that bless you. Yes. I will curse them that yes. curse you. That's right. She went out cursing, kicking, screaming. I went on happy as a camper with my little wife, got in my car and drove went home. Why? Because I gave it to the Lord. That's right. He said, look, I can't lie. If they bless you, you're having problems on your job, bless them. Yes. Bless them. Pray for them, you know why? Because if they don't deserve it, they're gonna get the backhand. Because if they curse you, if they try to harm you, let me take, the, the Lord said, these are my children. These, they're mine. Another job I was on, I didn't, you know, like I say, I'm a happy camp. don't bother a soul. I mean, I'll do whatever you want, and I don't know what was with this woman, but she just, just couldn't, she didn't like me. And she tried her best to do everything, and I said, look, what is the problem? So one day I came in and I asked for, for, for this lady. I said, where is she? They said, oh, she's in an insane asylum. I said, she's what? In an insane asylum. And do you know the only one who went to see her was me, the one she tried to curse? Wow. I'm the only one out of that building that went to see that lady. i have to pray for her. Nutty as a cuckoo. God said, don't mess with my children, except I will bless you, I will bless you, I will bless you, I will bless you. And I will curse anyone who tries to curse you. Why? Because God, he said, I've given you a promise, I've given you my promise, and I've given you my oath, and I cannot lie, and I promise to bless you. Blessings, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply you. But your job is to believe the word of God and accept it. And when situations come up, no, I am blessed. No, God gave me his promise. God gave me his oath, and I receive it. Yes. And I will stand until I see what I say. That's right. But if you don't know that you have this promise backing you up, if you don't know you have God's oath over any situation in your life, then you won't have anything to say. That's right. My job is to give you something to say. Yes. I am blessed. Yes. I am blessed. Yes. Your pocketbook may look, may look very empty. said, no pocketbook, you're blessed. Checking account, you're gonna to have to straighten out because you are blessed. Yes. Savings account, you definitely gotta straighten out because you are blessed. Yes. The Lord said, I will bless you. So what do you do? You're blessed. Yes. I'm, I'm Lord, you're blessed. And I, I tell you, I was looking at my checking account the other day and I said, I know. I shouldn't have all this checking account right now. But I said, Lord, I thank you because I made a decision to do it God's way. And I tell you, when I made that decision, he started working things, he started changing things. It's a beautiful thing. So my job to you is to give you something to say and something to do. So what I want you to do, I want you to stand on the word of God. I want you to trust God in everything and know that we have an oath, that we have a promise from our God. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword RWOLFC to 77977 or through our free app. Search RWOLFC in the App Store. For more information, visit www.rwolFC.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.